This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski and Jay, another week in quarantine. We have food stories there. Everybody's dealing with it in their own way, in a culinary fashion, as well as just a fat lifestyle fashion. And we want to hear about all those things from you. So if you're not already, follow the podcast on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod. We have the Facebook page up. Don't forget Facebook.com slash I'm Fat Pod and I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. And Jay, I think where we have to start is you just keep sending me things of food <laughs> yes. and I'm very jealous of what you've been able to handle this past week. Cause you've had, you, you've had some experiences. This is really the only thing that we're doing is we're, we'll drive through a place now and again uh, and, and get some food. I've been grocery shopping for my parents and ourselves once a week, which in itself is a goddamn nightmare. Shopping with two lists is the most, tr- I don't know why shopping with a list is harder then what I what we used to just like wander to the store and find stuff. Now with a list, I feel like if I miss something, I'm in a people are gonna be mad, and it's really really stressful. So anyway, every couple times a week we'll go out to eat, and we did that on Friday. We tried this place in Tinley Park called Mister Rico Loco. So it's Mister M R R I K O L O K O. So they offer like you know traditional Mexican food, taco not traditional but you know Mexican food. Tacos, burritos, tortas, those sort of things. But they also have like a full service, uh, like paletas and shakes. And they also have like crepes. Their menu is crazy. You've got to check out their menu. But what got us there is their dinner and lunch packages. The value of these meals is absolutely insane. So I'm going to go over them with you real quick. What we did, so it's my wife, Hope. It's my daughter, Addie, and me. We did the Rico's Taco Mania. This is 10 tacos, a homemade order of chips and salsa, okay. five cans of soda or a half gallon of fresh fruit water, and I will tell you about that in a little bit, five churros or five fried Oreos. So, Rick, I just laid out, again, 10 tacos, an order of chips and salsa, five cans of soda or a half gallon of fresh fruit water, and five churros or five fried Oreos. What do you think that would set you back, Rick, if you were, if you were to guesstimate? So... Yeah, because a taco, if it's at a decent place, is probably going to cost you like two and a half a pop. So that puts you at 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Plus the Oreo slash churro dessert is probably going to cost you, what, seven, eight bucks. And that's probably being generous on my end. Uh, chips and salsa is going to set you back a few bucks. And then the pop is, since they're cans, it's probably like a buck 25 a pop. So probably like around 40 bucks, I would think. So this is $30. For t- good. 10 tacos, chips and salsa, five cans of soda, or a half gallon of fresh fruit water, five churros, or five Oreos. So we did the five fried Oreos, which were absolutely amazing. I've still never had a fried Oreo. Oh, dude, you're missing out. No, they're they're kind of different everywhere you get them. I've had them at, um, you know, like we all have like a neighborhood festival, and there's always like a, a dessert truck that shows up, and they make mm-hmm. them, and they're different from what I had here. But usually what it does is there's a nice dough around the cookie, and then the cookie gets soft. So okay. it's 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 not crunchy anymore. It just is, it's mushy, but in a great way. You got You would love them. I promise you. All right. So that's the thirty dollar package for forty bucks. You get a giant burrito bowl, a chorito box. Words. Yes, a chorito box. Uh, the same deal. Five cans of soda or the fresh fruit water, and that says it serves up to five for forty bucks. Now here to me, this is the maximum value. The burrito loco for forty five dollars. 
six burritos. You heard me. Six, six, six burritos. On. Because one burrito yes. at a fake Mexican food place is probably going to set you back a minimum of eight and a quarter. Yep. So you're looking at 50 bucks just in the burrito part beyond anything else that's part of said package. Look, even if you go to a like a, a hole-in-the-wall traditional Chicago taco joint, a mm-hmm. burrito is going to be five bucks, for, yeah. at least four. At least four hours, but probably closer to five, five fifty. So there is si- okay. So six burritos, order of chips and salsa, six cans of soda or the half gallon of fresh fruit water, and then six churros or six fried Oreos. Okay, then there's the three amigos locos, fifty bucks for four tacos, two burritos, two tortas, six cans of soda or the fruit water, six churros, and a quart of ice cream. That's awesome. <laughs> and then. The $60 package, if you really want to do it up, nine tor- or, I'm sorry, three tortoise, nine tacos, the chips and salsa, six cans of soda or the fruit water, and a quart of ice cream. Now, to me, the no-brainer here is the, is the six burrito meal. Yes. You just need a lot of people. I mean, at least right. two. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was saying, that's good for you and me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And then the thing is, that's like, wild. I, if it was crappy food... You know, you're like, all right, well, you know, the tacos are small. Or there's not a lot of meat in them or whatever. Sure. This was a fully stocked taco. You know, lot we got. they give you a, a choice of one meat just to keep it simple so they can actually like get people in and out of the store. Sure. Um, but loaded, you know, onion and cilantro. We got cheese on there for Addy. Um, the chips and salsa was like a good serving. Probably a serving for two. Uh, and then the fried And, dude, the fruit water. I've never had this before. Like, I've seen, like, Agua de Jamaica and... Yeah, you're thinking like a LaCroix. This is like legitimately like we got the watermelon. There's other flavors, too. It's like okay. pureed watermelon. I think it's like agave syrup. And there's one other thing. And there's no like pulp to it at all. But it is Ooh, made of I, fresh I'll admit, fruit. I'm a, I'm a, I hate pulp. There's no pulp. There's no pulp in this at That's all. That's great. The only thing I saw was like at the at the bottom because they give it to you in a, in a bag. It's like a half gallon bag beverage bag with a is cap it like on an it. iv <laughs> yes kind of it is it's the same idea it is the okay. same kind of bag um but the only thing there was like a little bit of sediment on the bottom from like where the like seeds and like a little sure. bit but it wasn't like the pulpy orange juice where you're like chewing it as you swallow yeah. still talking about the orange juice um but the uh the oh my god the fruit water was incredible it, and on like the first warm day of the year really to have that was just perfect and we had a little bit left over over the weekend that we were enjoying that, that I mean look the tacos were not earth shattering they're not life changing it's not a place that if they only serve tacos I would go back to and make a special like 20 25 minute trip to get them however when I'm in the Tinley area which is kind of often considering how far I live from there it's going to be a place I I stop by often even if it's just for dessert because their yeah. desserts were insane uh the paletas they've got this cooler full of them and they're all individually wrapped in like clear cellophane and laid out beautifully. Like it's very like visually stimulating. Like wow, it looks so pretty. It's all sort of like color graded. It was awesome. We got a uh, Oreo paleta, which was half regular Oreo, half golden Oreo with like it's like milk ice milk or whatever it is that makes a paleta. Um, but they had like the full Oreo, two full Oreos in the thing. It was just a, the whole thing was great. If you want to check it out, if you're in the South Side. Uh, Tinley Park, Mr. Rico Loco. Uh, it's R-I-K-O-L-O-K-O. You will not regret it, and you're going to get your damn money's worth. That's for sure. We still have two tacos left in the fridge. Nice. Yeah, and that was that's three of us. So that should tell you, like that's I had four tacos, and I was full. Like I was I was pretty full after that. So interesting. It's a good it's a good amount. It was really really worthwhile. So for those, it, it, it's not just anybody in the Chicagoland area, but wherever you are. Let us know of the local places that you found as a result of, you know, trying to support your local businesses during the quarantine. So use the social media at I'm fat pod, facebook.com slash I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. And if you don't mind subscribe rate and review, because that helps us out. If you did it on the old feed, we ask you to do it again on the new feed because nothing carried over, which I know is annoying and it sucks for us, but Hey, we're giving you the content. We're giving you the places that's what we're here for. And I know we also have to 
that I know Jay's been looking forward to. We also have to give something we don't do that often. We have to give a recipe today. Yes, that we have to do. And I'm excited. I know you said you're not a big, you don't cook very well, right? You're not someone who's correct. I think you do this. Okay. This is Andy Reed's mac and cheese. Do we want to share this now? Sure. All right. So I'm not going to give the whole recipe here, but this is Andy Reed's famous mac and cheese. Uh, I'll put the recipe on the I'm Fat Podcast Twitter at I'm Fat Pod and on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash I'm Fat Pod. By the way, I'm Fat Pod, no apostrophe on the I'm, just I am fat. Uh, so here's what you'll need to make uh, Andy Reid's mac and cheese. A quarter pound of bacon. Yes. A pound yeah. of elbow pasta. Four cups sure. of whole milk. Mm-hmm. Five tablespoons of butter. Butter's good. Six tablespoons of flour. Flour's a, fine. Half teaspoon of salt. Salt's good. A quarter teaspoon of dry mustard. I like mustard. One and a half cups of grated fontina. Okay. One and a half cups of grated sharp cheddar. Sure. Here for that. Three quarter cups of grated mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Three quarter cups of grated Parmesan. I like lots of cheese. <laughs> Three quarter cups of Gouda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three quarter cups of Gruyere. Because why not? Yeah. A uh, half cup of panko bread cr- crumbs because that's healthy. Sure. And parsley. Fresh parsley. And that is how you will make Andy Reid's uh, mac and cheese Rick, it will require you to make a roux, which I think you are perfectly capable of doing. I think you can do Actually, this. I know I can't right now. Oh, your oven's broke. Our oven's still broke. Oh. So at the moment, I can't make this. Oh, that's brutal. I know. And it's not even... And uh, I'll have to find, <laughs> I'll have make, to find someone. Can you make a roux in a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> How about an air fryer? <laughs> Can just, I fry a roux? Just keep, just keep checking. By the way, I had fried roux when I was in Australia. I'm sorry, that's enough. I'm just gonna stop wow. myself in the middle of I'm the joke. More of a fr- I'm more of a fried kanga guy, but you know that's just me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna make this. This sounds like a, next time I go shopping, I'm gonna pick up all the ingredients for Andy Reid's uh, mac and cheese, and I will give a full review on the podcast next week uh i am very excited about this and rick if i'm feeling bored again maybe i'll take yeah. a ride out to your house do you have a microwave uh i do have a microwave all right maybe i'll take a ride out and just like drop it on your porch okay because god knows <laughs> i like to get out of the house speaking of that you yeah. sent me a text last night did you go back to um gulliver's i did i think it's become a sunday tradition now for colleen and i to get uh, Sunday dinner from Gulliver's. Mm-hmm. Is it also a Sunday tradition for Colleen to ruin your marriage by getting pineapple on her half? <laughs> uh, it is. And she's very much set in her ways. I thought like, you sent me the picture and it's like yeah. an o- Rick sent me an overhead of their order. One yeah. half beautiful pepperoni, lots of pepperoni. And then Colleen's half. I'm like, is that mac and cheese? It just looked it looked weird because there was so much of it. Yeah. Pineapple. Just a ass ton of pineapple at least they don't cheat you on your toppings at gulliver's so they i can do report not. that the problem is user error when someone's choosing bad toppings <laughs> did the guy on the phone audibly groan when you ordered <laughs> i was able to hold it back and for right. that i thank them okay, yeah. but no so we you know colleen and i were like you know what we loved it so much the first time i mean we have to get it again to see if it was a fluke oh yeah I mean, of, course. of course that's just yeah. for science I'm getting a dirty look now about her bullshit pineapple take. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple sucks. It's fine. Okay, Colleen said she hates us both right now and did one of those like hand motions. Was it like the w- an, mm-hmm. Oh, not the wank? It wasn't a wank motion? No, no. Okay, right. Just no, it was not an HJ mechanic. It was it was it was the like mm-hmm type thing. Okay, little sass. I gotcha. Yeah, but the thing is, we both can confirm now with second eating that Gulliver's is the truth. <sighs> Dude, and we tried on uh, Saturday, because we got Mr. Mm-hmm. Rico Loco on Friday, tried to get Rosangela's on on Saturday, and it was so busy I could not get through. Wow. So after my, I think I told you this, after our big Christmas party where we ordered like 20 pizzas for the family, I mm-hmm. tweeted a photo, someone from the company, 
from Los Angeles wrote me on Facebook like, hey, you know, we, we always see you tweeting about us and we just want to say we appreciate it. So texted her like, hey, are you guys open? Like, I'm trying to get through. She's like, crap, next time, if you can't get through, just text me and I'll, get, I'll send your order over. <laughs> wow. And the awesome. other thing I found out is I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm weird on the uh, on the lineage of the family. So the woman I'm talking to, her name is Leah. I don't know if her son or her brother works at Entercom in Chicago. Really? He's like a sales guy at Entercom. Huh. So we've been working with Los Angeles people for a while. I had no well, idea. Not. Well, you're working with Los Angeles people now. I, I said we're. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I just like to twist, you know, twist and make it a little awkward there for a second. I know. Because quite frankly, I have nothing else to do, so I might as well just make things awkward. Yeah, you're good at it. It's it's truly a skill of yours. Hmm. I don't. Backhanded compliment. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, take it. You should take it. Should we get to some mask of fats here, my friend? Let's do it. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. First, ask a fat question from our guy, John Greenberg of The Athletic. Whoa. I know, right? Star power. Seriously. Now we're going somewhere. He said he's been trying to cook new dishes lately. Should he try making buffalo chicken dip or just buy wings? Hmm. The answer is yes, first of all. <laughs> Can you dip the wings in the buffalo chicken dip? <laughs> That's like when Addie buttered her fried chicken and a single tear of pride came down my face. Then she had her first heart attack. (laughs) Uh, I I love see because you can get here's the thing with me with wings. I can't do it as good as a place I would pay to do it for me. Right. So I don't I don't really even try buffalo chicken dip to me. No matter how big the dishes you give it to me in, I will finish it. If you gave me a little salad bowl, okay. If you gave me a trough, fine. <laughs> Either way, it's gone. I promise you. You could probably pick one of those troughs up. It's probably still in a dumpster outside Wrigley or something. <laughs> I don't that that kind of trough, but oh, okay. if you let's put it this way, if you like wiped it down and then filled it with, <laughs> if you like took a napkin in it and then put buffalo <laughs> chicken chicken dip in it, I'd be like, all right, I just won't okay. eat the bottom parts. Yeah. You know, for safety. Of course. But yes, if you can make buffalo chicken dip, make buffalo chicken dip. Also, if you can get wings, get wings. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why miss out? Why Treat yourself, as they say on Parks and Rec. Are you a Parks and Rec guy, by the way? Yeah. I, like, I, I haven't watched it through chronologically, but I feel like I've seen every important episode and reruns. Well, one thing I appreciate about that show is you don't have to watch in order. It yes. helps because there's like storylines that go on, but it's not sure. essential. They just did a reunion episode last weekend, like all on Zoom. It was great. Or it was last week, whatever it was. It was really good. So check it out if you haven't. All right. Got a question here from Mike. He said, I'm at Mariano's buying sugary cereal for my kids as a reward for not whining about outdoor exercise. <laughs> and I was thinking back to my childhood experience with, quotes cereal. We are not a sugary cereal household except on vacations, but everyone has their favorites. As I shopped, I wondered which one was least likely to tempt me to eat the whole box in a single sitting. I went with Fruit Loops. Which sugar cereal least tempts a fat? That's a good question. That is a good question. So the least tempting of the sugary cereals. Are we saying more of your standard ones, I assume? I would say like Twix. Uh, Twix. <laughs> I, would, I would eat that. That would be. <laughs> I would eat the hell out oh of that Oh, my God. Cereal. Dude, I forgot to text you. Huh. I was at Target the other day shopping for my parents. There yeah. is Hershey Kiss cereal. What? Yes. It is literally Hershey is Kiss just... shaped cereal pieces in a box. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll That's... send you a picture. 
I'm intrigued. Now, see, that's where I think one of the more underrated cereals, Crave, could come in handy. See, I thought it would be more like Crave, where Crave is essentially a little ball of chocolate with cereal around it. Yeah, I would eat that. I've never had Crave. i got to have Crave sometime. Like, I know for a lot of people, for some people, they don't like it as much as I do. But still, it's one where it's definitely at least worth a it's worth at least a spin. Definitely. All right. So the least tempting of see, I like all those Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Tricks. I would say Apple Jacks would be the one I would go for of all those. That'd be the Mm -hmm. last one I went for. Yeah. Um. Maybe because I love, I love. Well, would would honey would smacks count? Yeah, I would think so. I think that's probably mine. Okay. Because all the other ones, it's like, you know, there's also the color aspect to like really draw you in and keep you interested and whatever. Smacks, I find myself not wanting as often. And then when I do get them, it's one of those where it's better in theory than in practice where I'm like, yeah, I can eat some of this and it's really good. But I feel like I'll never finish the box before it's stale. That's kind of how I feel about um, Rice Krispies. Even though I love Rice Krispie treats, eh, the cereal is never that great to me. Mm-hmm. So that, that, but I'm going to stick with Apple Jacks. All right, this question is from Z. Was the Big Mac considered a large burger in the '90s? So because when I was young as a kid, I remember it being marketed as a big burger. Now it just seems tiny in comparison to some of the other options. That's a good question. I think you're kind of right about that. I think because back in the day, like gluttony was not the norm as it is now. Right. And like, you know, Rick and I, we like to have fun with being fat. But like the reason that America is fat is because everything is huge and everything's like, you know, hey, unlimited breadsticks or this 20 piece nugget is cheaper than 10. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they're goading you into eating fattening food. And for I've talked about this before openly, like that's my vice. Like, that is the hard thing for me to resist. Is f- that's where I get my comfort from. So when I'm stressed yep. out, I go to food. Some people go to cigarettes or they go to drugs or whatever. I'm like, hey, I need some ice cream or I need some chicken tenders or whatever. That's how I cope with my anxiety. And it's not great. But the fact is, like, when people from other countries come here and see our fast food portions or just our meal portions anywhere, they're blown away. And if, on the other hand, my first time in Europe, I went to... Uh, Ireland, and I had fish and chips, and I was like, the, "What? Where? Where's the rest of it?" It was like one little fillet of fish that wasn't even like deep fried. It was like just a piece of fish that had like light breading on it with a lemon and some and some fries. I was like, "Oh, I I thought I was gonna get more food than this, but no, you don't need more food than that, fatty." <laughs> That's why I, I felt like a sideshow item walking down the streets of uh of Dublin. People were like looking yeah. at me, and I was with Speegs. Oh. People were looking at me and Speegs like we were the two guys on the motorcycle in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and like, could you imagine if the Baconator existed in the '90s? Oh my god! Especially when it's like, oh, you can get a regular Baconator, you can get a double Baconator, you can get a triple Baconator. Yeah, it's that you're definitely right. So I think. I wonder when the Big Mac was introduced, but it feels like the early 80s or mid 80s. I could be totally wrong on that. If I am, I don't care. Um, But yes, I think then it was considered big. And now it's I think what makes the Big Mac, though, is that extra slice of bread. Yeah. Right. It's not so much the size of the patty, but it's like, here's another carb layer. I think. Yeah, that's fair. By the way, I got your picture of the Hershey's (laughs) Kisses cereal. (laughs) I have. I've seriously never seen this box before. It's, this is that's what she intriguing. said. It's stopped me in my tracks. It's a nice it's a, <laughs> it's a nice box. They, they look a little phallic when you zoom in on the bowl there. Oh, do they? Hold on, a I gotta little zoom bit. in. A little bit. A little bit. Oh Just yeah. a little. Just a yeah. little. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a fidget spinner. It's totally a fidget <laughs> spinner. It's definitely or it's a sorry piece. Yeah, that is a good description. A sorry piece is correct. Speaking of, <laughs> that's what my wife calls my... Okay, never mind. I got one here from Garrett Anderson. I don't know if it's the former uh, 
Angels outfielder, but he says I'm he loves. Assume it is. Yeah, he said I love the show, fellow life lifelong fat here. Okay, so it's not. I'm curious if either of you own a smoker or have tried smoking meats. I just picked up an electric smoker to learn. Uh, and for Rick, what are some must try places in the DeKalb area? I've always wanted to try fatties. I have an electric smoker. Uh, I've used it several times. The most success I've had is every Thanksgiving I smoke a turkey breast, and it turns out amazing, and everyone loves it, and it's super easy. I will say, Garrett, if you bought, like, the Brinkman, I think is the brand, electric smoker, it's very hard to maintain your heat, and that's key to smoking food. It can't get too hot. It can't get too cold, and unless you kind of invest in a nicer one, it's going to be a, a battle where you spend all day outside, especially if you're doing, like, a pork shoulder or something. So I regret that I did not spend the extra 50 bucks and upgrade a little bit. I think I'm going too soon. But if you smoke something correctly and you do it yourself, it's such a great feeling to have done that. But I will say, like, smoking a pork shoulder is tough because you've got to get it hot enough where all the fat breaks down so it falls apart. Otherwise, you just have, like, the meat's all stuck on, like, the fatty parts. So splurge a little because uh, if you if you don't have a great smoker you're going to spend 16 hours of your day smoking a piece of meat that's not going to be ideally smoked so that would be my advice hmm interesting okay so decal places yeah my number one that i've mentioned a million times on this podcast you go to pizza pros and you get yourself some cheese nuggets They'll deliver as well. So that's a possibility for you if you are possibly under some sort of influence in DeKalb, which people have been known to do. <laughs> now, basically, right across the street from that, you mentioned fatties. Fatties, whatever you get, whether it's a burger, like they're, 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 you don't go there necessarily as much for the entrees. You go for the potato salad because the, the spicy potato salad is really, really good. And it's... It's mayo based and it's one of my exceptions where I will eat it because it's because it's Asian, because it's spicy. So I'm here for their potato salad. I end up usually getting their Tex Mex burger, which is pretty much what you would think for a Tex Mex burger. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I got I pulled up the menu here. Half pound burger seasoned with Southwest spices. I love when places season the burger with specific stuff. So good on them for that. Bacon, grilled onions, cheddar cheese, and the house barbecue sauce, which their house barbecue sauce is like a little sweet, a little smoky, so I really enjoy it. So there, um, on that same stretch of, of uh, oh, God, what, whatever 38 is called in DeKalb. Why am I losing it? Lincoln Highway? Lincoln Highway. Uh, there's Pizza Villa, which if you want beer nuggets, they have the best beer nuggets left in town. And I'm trying to think. I think, I think Pita Pizza is still there. That's over on Lucinda. So like one of the main drags of DeKalb. And that's in a strip mall. So if you want like a pita or like Vienna beef type stuff, they got that for you at Pita Pete's. So I recommend that. And Tom and Jerry's, which is another more like beef burger stand. That's on Lucinda. If you, It's right across the street from... Uh, Papa John's that I used to work at. So there's a lot of times Tom and Jerry's people would go to Papa John's and vice versa when they were on their breaks. Uh, I just love that you had that answer like, boom, here are the 15 places you need to try. Oh, and if you want, if oh, you want ice cream, if you want ice cream, go up. It's I think it's technically in Sycamore, but you go up 23 past the Walmart. Like it's going to feel like you went too far, but you didn't. You look on your right hand side if you're coming from DeKalb. And Ollie's is a walk-up custard stand that is fantastic. Ooh. So that pretty much covers your bases there in DeKalb of the non-chain type places. There you go. Ask and answer, my friend. Right. All right, your turn. What? Someday, someday I'm going to hear that one of these places closes, and I'm going to have to like make a ceremonial trip out there. Maybe I'll Facebook Live it. Do All it. Right. This is... Oh, God. Now I have to try and read my handwriting. This <laughs> is from Sploderman okay i'm just gonna leave that one there yep who said what are the top five pizza toppings they don't have to be on the same pie but just your top five toppings overall very easy one through five number one sausage number two pepperoni and i'm done <laughs> okay for me one pepperoni 
two sausage and we're talking Italian sausage. We're not talking like the see Papa John's offers their default sausage is actually like more of a breakfast sausage. You what? have to say the Ita- you have to say the Italian sausage. Are you serious? Is a whole yes, it's a whole nother thing. So if you have to get Papa John's, make sure you say the Italian sausage. For me, three is bacon. I'll, I like having bacon on my pizza. It's not like my favorite, but it's solid. And then four is Jardinera. Okay. I like having so I like having some Jardinera. And five, we'll leave blank. All right. I guess we'll give you because I was going to say, what's your top vegetable on a pizza if you have to have one? So I guess Jardinera would count. I yeah. can tolerate green pepper and or onion on a pizza as well. Same. And our guy Spiegel says that the true way to test a pizza place is to go sausage, green pepper, and onion. And since he said that, I kind of agree with him. Like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, you you get a good indication of the place based mm-hmm. on how that works together. But I would never just – I don't think I'd ever just order that. I, I see his point because you get a good indication yes. of, like, how they chop the vegetables, how they portion things, etc. But – I don't know. Just give me plain sausage, man. But that that Papa John's information is mind blowing. Yeah, maybe it's not the same way anymore. But that's the way it was when I worked there. But was yeah, that, like like when they were labeling things, it was sausage and Italian sausage. Well, now that you mention it, like I'm trying to visualize. I haven't had Papa John's in a while, but and I don't hate it like a lot of people do because garlic garlic dip. Um, their sausage was like light colored, mm-hmm. almost like a turkey or a chicken tone. Yeah, it's it's not seasoned. It's not seasoned as well <sighs> or as thoroughly as an Italian sausage. Bastard. That's why. So you have to be careful if you're going to Papa John's. If you want the traditional pizza sausage, you have to say Italian sausage. That is my PSA. All right. Email here from Andy who said he's a fat for life. We appreciate that, Andy. And he said a lot of nice things, too. Um, he wants us to rate the top fried chicken franchises. We've done that before. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go on with his other question. He says, what's your preference? Dark or white meat chicken? And can you eat a bucket of chicken, 8, 10, or 12 pieces by yourself? Andy says he's good for 12 with no sides, or 8 if I have rice and beans and biscuits on the side. I will tell you, for me, I'm always, here's what my plate is when fried chicken is ordered. It's a drumstick, it's a breast, it's mashed potatoes and gravy and a biscuit. That that And, that, and I can go back for more of all those things. But the second it arrives... I am I, I'm definitely grabbing a drumstick, definitely grabbing a breast and those two sides and I'm good to go. I don't what know if I can eat a whole I don't know I don't know if I about want the chicken. Well I don't know if I want <laughs> I don't know thank you. I don't know if I want only fried chicken. I need a good side with it. Speaking of what you just said, we were talk I, I said that I was shopping, I said the hope like, do you want me to get bone in or boneless chicken breasts? And Addie goes, Do you see these? Do you see any bones in them? And started shaking her chest. <sighs> She's nine. I am so screwed. Oh, yes. Because we have no sensor around her. We're like, we make our funny jokes and like, that's what she said stuff all the time. And oh, I forget boy. my daughter has ears. <laughs> She's going to get either like at some point. She's just going to like instinctively make a joke. Not even, you know, not even thinking about it at all. And she's going to get kicked out of class at some point for like, you know, yes, whatever the rest of a a class period is going to be, because it's just like something that's been ingrained in her. Yeah. It's like Uncle Buck. Uh, he can't yeah. get the goddamn dishwasher started. Blasphemy. <laughs> and they kick the girl out of the class. That yep. will be Eddie for sure. Oh, that's funny. All right. Can you do a can you how much fried chicken can you take down in a sitting? Um okay so i this is this isn't even a fat fashion this is just a straight up confession that if i have the choice between bone-in meat or just like (gasps) tenders i go tenders man wow i want i want low maintenance food so dealing with all the bones and stuff i i I realize what this does to my reputation believe me but i need to be honest with everybody that if i have the choice I go chicken tender. I'm big on the cleanliness factor, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think chicken on the bone is better, but very rarely am I in the mood to, to battle with chicken. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. Like is. I'm not saying tenders are better. 
I'm saying I don't think the difference is big enough where I want to deal with the hassle. Good call. At this at at this point. So let me, let me, with you... that said, I can still take down a good amount of chicken there. Like the the eight with sides. If I if I'm really hungry, yeah, that that sounds about right. Not for every meal, but if I was planning on you know like when you make a a day of thinking about a certain meal, yeah, I could probably max out around there. Do you have a patio near you, the patio restaurant? Yes. Yes, I do. Those actually. are the best chicken tenders. And I know people don't usually get that at the patio because it's yeah, ribs, it's barbecue. Say, yeah, I haven't had it. Four big chicken tenders. They've got awesome barbecue sauce. I'm told they have the best ranch, too. Um, yeah, underrated patio chicken fingers. So next time you drive by one, Rick, jump in there and get it. Interesting, yeah, because there's one right by me, because there's one right across uh, Highland Avenue from the Yorktown Mall. So that's like 10 minutes from my place. Patio is a very good place. Yeah, Uh, I used to go there for like the brisket sandwich when I was uh, working more often at the Illinois Media School. When I would hit my my lunch, I'd run, I'd grab the brisket sandwich, and I would come back. And people were like, oh my God, where'd you go for that? And then I would tell them, and everybody ended up thanking me for it later because their brisket is also it's not like the best brisket i've ever had but considering the type of place where it's closer to fast to fast food yeah it's really good brisket all right got a question here on the facebook page facebook.com slash i'm fat pod for matt he says could guy fieri be considered an honorary fat guy fieri's fat there's no honorary part of it so yes he is our uh he's like our president is he is he our PR? Is he like a, a PR guy? Yeah, maybe. As much as anything, is it donkey yeah. sauce? Is that <laughs> is something that like thing? that? He he's our, he's our hype man. Because right. like as annoyed as everybody gets with Guy Fieri, the thing is he's really good at his job. Yeah, and he's a really good dude too. That's the other yeah. thing. Uh, right, I got. I let got me. That was quick. Oh. Let me just get one more real yeah. quick. Uh, this one from Jake. He says, "What's the best food to snack on while binge watching shows while on lockdown?" I have been. Uh, I've talked about this a lot. It's been Ben and Jerry's for me. Just give me a pint. I'll take down half a pint every sitting. No doubt about that. Yeah, well, you know, the diabetes. I want to keep my foot for a while. I guess. For me, it's been (laughs) fruit snacks. I have been just devouring fruit snacks. Like I I never have one pack. It's always a minimum of two packs, maybe three, depending on how close I am to my next meal. Yeah, but it's fruit. Yeah, it's fruit, so it's healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have been eating healthy in that regard, but like, uh, so one of the challenges Colleen and I've had is figuring out, uh, because we've been doing a lot of the ordering ahead for like a couple weeks so that we don't really have to leave for groceries at any point, just trying to minimize our time outside. So it's been like trial and error of how much do we need for like two weeks or like, you know, a week and a half or whatever it ends up being. And we just like have this huge stockpile of fruit snacks in our like pantry it's it's hilarious because she's like well i know he can he he can eat these multiple times a day if that's two packs per sitting three (laughs) times a day how many days it's like we're doing the math on it and it's just ridiculous but the the fruit snacks are good it's the market pantry target brand fruit snacks yeah they're cost really really good yeah they're delicious And, and they have the mixed berry pack too so it kind of gets rid of some of the riffraff of their lesser flavors. You get the peach out of there, and you just focus on the berries, and it's really, really good. Yeah. You want all berries, no twig. All right, what do you got? <laughs> From Steve. Steve wants to know, what's a better cracker snack, goldfish or Cheez-Its, and does this change in terms of its use in chili? No, Cheez-Its. Oh, yes. yeah, the chili thing maybe, because uh, I think goldfish are more absorbent. Then yeah, and, yeah, they're closer to an oyster cracker. Yeah, but but Cheez-Its are better in every other way, shape, and form. Yes. Yeah, that's not even... Do you have a favorite variety of Cheez-It? Uh, I like the pizza Cheez-Its, but I prefer just the standard cheddar. Oh, Cheez-Its, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the I have a box that's... I was thinking goldfish for some reason. The um, jalapeno... There's like a jalapeno cheddar jack like combo box. Yes. That's what I get almost every time. I'm I'm a basic bitch. I end up getting just your standard cheddar more often than not. They're, it ain't broke. Don't fix it, man. Those are good. Right. All right. Got one here from Doug. He says, what restaurant chain that has gone out of business do you wish you could bring back for one day? 
minus Chi-Chi's. This is a tough question. I was trying to think of places that successful chains that went out of business. There's two that came to mind for me. One was Smoky Bones. Do you remember Smoky Bones? And the other is Sizzler. Uh, Smoky Bones, we used to have this experiment there. They had like the most attentive wait staff ever. Mm-hmm. And anytime you would have any sort of garbage or refuse on your table, someone would come by and grab it. So I, I started noticing this. And if anyone ever worked at a, a Smoky Bones, please get in touch with us. I'm fatpod at gmail.com and verify this because it had to be a company wide uh, policy. I would take a straw wrapper and I would just tear off like an inch of it and then set it on the end of the table close to the aisle. And it'd be like 15 seconds, whoop, someone would come back and grab it. What? And I would just do it over and over again, like throughout the course of the meal. Just another little piece of the straw wrapper. Whoop, whoop. Someone would come, maybe not 15 seconds, but within two minutes, that straw wrapper was gone every single time. Wow. See, I always drove by it, but we were never, we never went there. Like to the one in Naperville that was on 59. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's interesting. This yeah, is, I never got to go there. Let's put this question on the Twitter account okay. uh, because I'm sure we are missing a ton of places. Um, but this is a good question. I like it. I'm interested to see what people come up with because I'm sure there are so many great places that are out of business that we've just forgotten about. Uh, the one that came to mind for me, it's a bit of nostalgia, too, because my grandparents would take me there. Uh, it was in Naperville, right by North Central College. It was called Cock Robin. Can you say Robin on the podcast? I uh, Let's go with, yeah. So there were, I know there were multiple locations of it, so I feel like it does qualify. It's not like a national, I don't think it was like a national chain or anything, but I think it was a more local to regional chain. Yeah, this qualifies. Yeah, so it was a typical, like they had burgers, they had stuff like that, but they also had shakes and ice cream, and I remember always getting the ice cream. My grandma would always get a Jamocha shake from there and she said it was the best jamoka shake she could find so i know we were sad when that thing ended up going under but that's a place that i would love to have one more time do you remember wags did you have a wags by you a wags i don't think so maybe there was only one wags it's where huck finn and oaklawn is now then it became a minor dun which i thought that went out of business but there's one of those in india i know it sounds there's like a, a herb name <laughs> that man's name is minor minor dun that's major right isn't it <laughs> yeah something like that um but there's one of those in like right over the border in indiana but yeah now it's huck finn but it used to be called wags and kids would eat free on tuesdays and there was a clown that would come in and entertain you i remember this except for that that last part that sounds great yeah it wasn't uh i didn't like it this is from our guy white Sox cardboard again you have twenty dollars max to splurge on just yourself to eat at one place which are you getting Lassen's in Homewood, mm. Gulliver's Pizza, mm. or Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe. Ooh. How much money do I have? 20 bucks. I'm going Chuck's. I am too. Yeah. Because I think I can get, the, I'm trying to remember exactly, but I want to say the jambalaya is like 11 or 12. Yep. So then I have a good, healthy budget there to get myself a drink and a side. So. I think that's that's probably my best bang for my buck. Yeah, that's a good. That's that, to me. It, that's it's. A, if I had to choose one of those places for life, that would be tough. But with the way you phrase the question, Chuck's mm-hmm. is the answer because yeah. of exactly. And that jambalaya will feed you. You'll be full from that alone. Seriously, it's so good. Like I've always, I keep wanting to try different stuff there, but then I don't go there enough to where. I feel like I can pass on the jambalaya yet. It's just so good. Well, if you go on a Saturday, you've got to get that cochinita pibil. It is my favorite. It is my favorite meal in the world. Period. It, that's that's if I'm going to get the electric chair, that's what I'm having. All right, got got one here from Kyle. Uh, what cooking show makes your mouth water consistently? I talked last week about salt, fat, acid, heat. Uh, which is great, and everyone will love it. Even if you're not someone that cooks, you just learn about food, which is incredible. And we just watched the movie Chef with John Favreau. Really enjoyed it. They show them making Cubano sandwiches like on a food truck, and it's just like, oh, my God. Good movie. Family movie. Watch it with your kids. Chef was really, really great. I mean, just because of volume, I have to give it to Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Man. Yes. Like, I was on that though- show. 
You were? I was on the Chucks episode. Really? Yep. <laughs> I didn't talk, but I was there eating. Oh, okay. You it didn't count? Like th- oh, no, it does count, but I was <laughs> expecting you get like the three-word cameo where it's like, hey, here's some schmuck that says, I really like the food. And it's like, then they cut to the next person, and it's like, dynamite dropping. <laughs> well, here's this, not to kill the mood here, but the day they taped with Chucks, Guy Fieri's sister died. So he, like, wasn't there when they were filming with the customers, so they had to just have, like, the the crew handle all those questions. And then he either was there the day before or went back after to do all the stuff with Chuck. So Guy was not there when we were there. So I was kind of, you know, it was it was weird. Like, there was definitely, like, a vibe of... The people there knew what happened, and it was kind of sad. But anyway, I got to be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this one from PD. Do you have a favorite breaded meat? He said his is chicken fried steak with a country gravy. You know, I mean, if we're excluding, like, breaded chicken, like chicken tenders, I'm going to say no. It's not something I've had, like, chicken fried steak a couple times, and I just... I just don't really get it. I'm not really into it. I don't dislike it, but I don't think I'd ever, like, if I was at a restaurant and I was on a menu, I don't think I'd ever order it. I, I just, it's just not, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. Like, I'll just get a steak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I think I agree because I'm trying to think if I've ever ordered like chicken fried steak and I know I've had it at least once, but it's like, I've never when I've seen it on a menu, I'm never pulled towards it. Exactly. I'm always pulled towards something else. So, eh, I don't know. I mean, I'll say, you know, just breaded chicken. But if we're not counting chicken, then, eh, whatever. You can, I'll take it or leave it. All right, it's your turn. I've got one more after yours. Cool. All right. So my last one is from Bobby, and this is actually good because every once in a while we'll get, like, repeat questions that we did maybe you know, 10 episodes ago or something. So we can recap them pretty quick. Bobby is a normie. So some of these are rudimentary questions to us fats, <laughs> but that he is, you know, he's still learning. Little Debbie versus Hostess. Little Debbie. Yep. Yeah. For I know for you, it's as simple as oatmeal cream pie is a game changer. Uh, Swiss cake roll too. Ooh, good point. For yeah. me, it's Star Crunch. Star Crunch is my one of ones in that realm. I just think it's just better. I think the chocolate is better. I think the cake is better. I just think it's a better produced product in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they just use better ingredients or they use more like lard and actual, you know, like actual cooking ingredients. It just feels more, I don't know. It's just, it's a better eating sensation if to say it in the weirdest way possible. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But I'm sorry. Isn't the, uh, isn't, isn't the company, yeah, the company kitchen is a uh, little Debbie. Because they have the double decker oatmeal cream pie, and that's twice as healthy because it's twice as much oatmeal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's yeah we we're in agreement here. Little Debbie gives you better variety and better quality, so right. it's an easy one. Gow- final one here is from Matt. He says, "If you could only pick one, would you choose Tex-Mex or Southern cuisine? And is there another regional cuisine cuisine you'd pick over both of them?" I would take Mexican food over both, but if I'm choosing from those two, I think Southern easy because you've got all barbecues thrown into Southern cooking, right? I'm not mistaken with that, am I? I would think it. I would think it gets thrown in there. I mean, Austin, Carolina, all these places are south. Mm-hmm. Uh, cornbread, that sort of stuff, uh, and you also get like, I don't know. See, it's uh, Southern cuisine is kind of broad. But I think on barbecue alone, I'll take barbecue over Tex-Mex. But I would even say Southern Cuisine can be like fruit from uh, Louisiana, too. So that gives you that option as well. Yeah, and then I just think of all the sides, too. And that's where your sides get elite. Yeah. So, so ooh, I, I hate that we agree so much. I would like for there to be more debate. <laughs> Peanut but- butter's good, Rick. F*** off. <laughs> there we go we disagreed (laughs) we did disagree all right uh but yeah if i get the the sides from southern cooking along with the barbecue 
Like that's an instance where if I'm not having fried chicken as often, I'd be willing to put more effort into eating said fried chicken. So there's just a lot of options there breakfast wise too, even though I'm not the biggest breakfast person every once in a while to switch it up. I'd be here for that. So yeah, man, Tex-Mex is hard to pass up, but yeah, if I have to only pick one, there's a lot of versatility within barbecue, so I'm going to go with it. All right, that's I have no more questions. Aside from this one from James, I want to address before Rick gives you the uh, end credits. He says, as being a lockdown made you order takeout from someplace you normally would not have just to make sure they would stay in business. Uh, yes, yes. Make sure uh, if you're ordering food. I know we talked about a lot of chain places today, um, but if you got some local places around you, chances are they're not doing great. And you're struggling, so try to support them. You know, Rick talked about Culliver's. I talked about Mr. Rico Loco. We've talked about Chuck's and Marishka's on this podcast a lot. All those places are dependent on keeping business, keeping customers. So go support those local restaurants. If you're going to eat out, do the best you can to make it a place uh, that's locally owned and a small business because they need your help more than ever. And so do their employees. Make sure you tip as well a little more and you know maybe just hand a delivery guy 10 bucks if you got it yeah i'm 100 percent with you that's part of what i've loved about moving in the past year is discovering all the more local places and being able to you know being able to give back to them in terms of just eating their delicious food because i like getting to try different stuff even though i, I can be fairly picky uh i still like trying different things different thought processes going into food. So yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you there. So something we'll try and do too, is if you give us a place wherever you are local, once again, not just to local Chicago people, which is where Jay and I are from. So it's easier for us, wherever you are, if you want to shout out one of your local businesses that one of your local restaurants that you love, we'll give them a quick shout out on the podcast. We're here for that. We want to help out everybody that we can. So at I'm Fat Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Once again, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps us out as we try and help you and your your favorite businesses out. And we just get together once a week, we hang out, we shoot the breeze, have fun, kind of feels normal for a few minutes because that's really what we're here for to try and keep ourselves sane and keep ourselves fat <laughs> with that said he's jay i'm rick and this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today me 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 but also you <laughs> the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.